Hello, how are you? Thank you so very much for joining me today. I have not been on because I've been on a well-needed and well-deserved vacation. You know, there are days, there's a time when you just need to unplug and you need time for yourself where you can revive and you can rejuvenate and come back stronger, better to do what you do best. So I had enjoyed myself and now I am back to spend time, enlighten, and encourage your heart. My name is Diane Lubra. I am an author. I am here to remind uh, victims of domestic abuse, women who have suffered domestic abuse, that there is life, there is love, and there is laughter after domestic abuse. I am also the founder of lubrantbooks.com. There you will find my products. Also the founder of the group on Facebook, Life, Love, and Laughter. In that group, I encourage you to post a video or song, something that will enlighten and encourage someone else's day. You know, uh, we all sometimes kind of get lost in what we have going on and very, very seldom we think about others. But sometimes when you take your mind off of yourself and place it on someone else, you'd be surprised how worse, how bad, how awful some other people lives are in comparison to yours so how bad things may be for you and I I want you to remember there is someone who wish they had your problem you know the the 10 15 pair of shoes that you have that you can't find the right one to match that right pair of jeans or whatever there's someone who has one pair and then again there's someone who has no feet. So let us never take for granted the things that God has given to us. Like I said, I was on vacation. I needed that. I spent some time with a friend who I had not seen since the 11th grade. Okay? 11th grade. So it was nice to hang out. It was nice to have fun and just to reconnect. So I had an amazing time. And it's summertime. And most of the summer, this is what we look forward to. Relaxing, rejuvenating, letting our hair down, going to the beach, to the to on the cruise, to the lake, wherever, just to, you know, get a little peace and quiet. And I encourage you to unplug sometimes. Just unplug. <laughs> Don't call me. I'm not going to call you. Send the email, but I'm going to answer it on my term. You know, just de-stress, decompress, and, and feel good about who you are and what you have been called to do. Because when you are light and when you are clean, you are so much more able to help someone who is in distress or who is in need of help. So now that I've shared that with you, <laughs> I want to talk to you today in regards to the work that you are doing. Although it may seem, 
what happened? Like no one is paying attention. No one is listening. I want you to know there is someone listening and there is someone paying attention. And there is someone who need exactly what you are doing. Somebody needs exactly what you are doing. And I... Wait a minute. What happened, you guys? Did this thing turn off on me? Oh, terrible. Oh, no. There it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it turned off on me. Everything kind of went blank and haywire and it was doing its own thing. So I'm sorry. And the reason why I... I wanted to talk to you about that because I get on Facebook. I still haven't made my way to Instagram, but I get on Facebook and I do videos and audios in regards to domestic violence. And sometimes I look at the live views and there is just a few people. And then the next day I look and I'll see there's 100, 200, 300, how many ever uh, reviews they have. And I always wonder, are people actually listening to what I have to say? Or when they click on it, when they hear the topic or they see the topic of the of the video what it is about and am I just spinning my wheels and every time I I start thinking about that God always sends somebody to let me know hey Diane what you're doing is well needed and I got a couple of inboxes today and it just broke my heart in regards to domestic abuse this one lady she told me he used to beat her and kick her and grab her by the hair and drag her but God made a way and she got out and I got another one from not the victim but the friend of the victim and she was saying to me how her friend have to now sneak around and talk to her and I was asking her can her friend get on social media and, 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 you know, just to be encouraged? And can she watch some of the videos that I've made? And she said, oh, no, because he took away her phone and she cannot be on any social media. He wants her at his beck and call. He have absolute control over her. And I have to tell you, when I hear things like that, I get pretty steamed up, Okay. Because it takes me back to where I once was. It takes me back to a place where my ex-husband had absolute, when I say absolute, I'm in absolute control over everything. What I wore, what I eat, where I can go, who I can hang out with, who I can't hang out with. And when I hear it, I... I Try not to get upset at myself. And I always say, Diane, how could you? Why would you allow someone like that to tell you what you can do, what you can't do, where you can go, where you can't go? The only thing he didn't have a problem with is the company that I worked for because I was making good money. But the location, right? Being in downtown Dallas, he had a problem, and he was like, only the hoodlums hang out in the downtown area. And I was like, are you stupid? 
You mean to tell me these buildings with 40, 50, 60 floors, you mean to tell me they're all hoodlums? You mean to tell me there is a hoodlum and a thug up on the 60th floor sitting in the CFO or CEO or president or vice president's office? Is that really what you're telling me? And I cannot tell you for the longest time, the longest time, I would actually believe that until my eyes started opening and I was like that's not true you get downtown you see people at the bus stop folks are going to work and yes every downtown in America and across the world you will find thugs and hoodlums hanging down there people who are on drugs people who are homeless you find them hanging out not doing anything but that that does not mean you know the secretary and everybody is is no good and what he was trying to do he was trying all he can to make me transfer from downtown Dallas to another city called Plano Texas and by doing that then I can ride because our the company I work for and his company they are like directly across the street so that means he can drop me off in the morning, he can pick me up for lunch, he can drop me, you know, he can pick me up when it's time to go home, and that means he would be surveilling me constantly at all hours of the day whenever he can see me. So if I'm walking out and somebody say hello, I have to explain who that is, what's going on. So he wanted to be in absolute and total control, and when I hear men who are in absolute control and they want to control every aspect of that woman life, it always leads me to the final countdown because there's going to come a day when that woman is going to say, you know what? I'm sick and tired of you controlling me. And that's one of the reasons why abusers do not like the person they are abusing to be around friends and families because friends and families will tear down the cobwebs and remove the blinders of their eyes and they will be able to see that abusive person for exactly who they are. So they much rather that woman stays at home or she goes to work, I'll drop you off, I'll pick you up, you know, as long as you can be on the phone, I'm on the phone with you every minute. If I call you and you didn't answer, where are you? If you're going in a meeting, I'm a, every step is calculated, not by the person, not by the victim, but by the abuser. And so many women live their lives like that. So when I got that inbox this morning, I'm not going to lie and tell you it bothered me greatly. It bothered me greatly to the point where I got upset. I started recognizing me in that situation, and I was not happy at all, right? So I wanted to come, you know, and just talk to you. I am at home, you guys. I am at home. I am trying to cook. <laughs> I'm trying to be superwoman. I'm trying to be all I can be and do all I can do. Right while I am talking to you. So I was very hurt. And I was very upset to hear that another woman is going through what God brought me out of. A lot of people don't want to talk about it. A lot of people don't, don't, don't want you in their so-called business. A lot of people, frankly, can care less. 
if a woman is being abused or not. Because I've heard women say, well, if she like it, I love it. And I'm like, no, she does not like it. She never has, she never will. Because nobody wants to be abused. Nobody wants to take advantage of. Nobody wants to be put down. Nobody wants to feel like they're useless. Like they have no purpose. And that's what these abusers do. And that's what and how they get off. And for some of them, because they don't know who they are. For some of them, they have no self-esteem. For some of them, they have nothing going on. So they much rather destroy somebody so they can feel good about themselves. So, today, I am very, very happy that she contacted me, you know, on behalf of her friend. That tells me... She is truly a friend, you know, and she told me, although her boyfriend doesn't want her friend to be friends with her, they still find ways to communicate. So she says, well, how do I get her out? And, and, and how can I help? Because her resources are limited. So I asked, well, what about her parents, friends, and family? And that, too, is disturbing because she told me she once moved with her parents. And I do understand being in an abusive relationship, it can and it will affect the entire family. It affects the relationship with your parents and if you have children, it affects the relationship there as well. So she said, I guess the parents couldn't take it. Maybe him coming over and wreaking havoc, him coming over, calling all hours of the night, you know, and stuff like that. So they put her out. And when they put her out, she started living with her friend. And whatever happened, she went back to him. And now she is deeper than what she was in. And it's exactly like... What the Bible says, the Bible tells us when the house have been swept clean. The Bible tells us those demons that once reside in that house, they go out and they go walking trying to find another house to occupy. That house meaning that person, right? And they try to find another house to occupy. And when they can't, they say to themselves, you know what? I'm going to go back. And I'm going to visit where I was and see if there are any new occupants. And the Bible said when they go and the house have been swept clean and garnished, but there are no occupants, guess what? It's open for the taking. And the Bible tells us that spirit goes and it gets seven spirit stronger than him. And now the state of that man. Is worse than when it was that one spirit alone. And that is so true in abusive relationship. Once you leave, never come back. Once you walk away, do not turn around. I don't care if you have to strap yourself to the bed, if you have to handcuff your hands and feet together so you do not answer that phone when they call, disconnect totally from that abuser, that means blocking them off social media. That means changing your phone number. That means deleting the number that they have. Don't hang out where they used to hang out. 
put as much space between you and the abuser as possible because they are going to find any entry and they're going to force themselves through and they're going to come with the sweetest words. They're going to tell you they were upset, they were mad, it's because I love you so much and it's because I cannot do without you and you know sometimes I trip out and I am so sorry and they will tell you all these juicy things. And women who have been abused, we so want to be loved. We so want to be accepted, especially women who have suffered rejection from father or from mother. Because I love my daddy and my daddy loved me. And I have no doubt in my mind that my daddy loved me. I have no doubt tomorrow will be three years since my daddy went to be with the Lord. May 23rd. Uh, 2015, three years since my daddy went to be with the Lord. And I still love my father today, like the last day I saw him. And I believe with all my heart, when he see me again in heaven, he will love me just the same. And even more so because it will be the pure and genuine love of Jesus Christ flowing through us. So when you have been rejected, rejection open so many doors for for victims to fall into uh rejection drinking smoking hanging out with the wrong crowd trying to be in anything and anywhere so many people think when a woman stays with a man that is abusive that means she loved that man and that is the biggest hoax that i hear all the time the biggest the dumbest statement I hear all the time, especially from people who have never been in an abusive relationship. You don't stay in an abusive relationship because of love. You stay in the relationship because of fear. Fear is what camouflages as love because you already know the minute you get away, he going to come back. He already laid down the guideline. You better do this and you better not do that. You better go here and you better not go there. So it's not that I loved my ex-husband so I was afraid. I was afraid he had controlled me for so long. Who am I? What am I? Where am I going to go? How am I going to think for myself? Now I have to buy my own clothes. What if it doesn't look good on me? All of a sudden, I don't know who I am because for years, this man had been my mind. He had been my oxygen. He had been the blood in my vein. For years, he had been in absolute control of everything that I thought of, did, and would even try to think of. So when women are in this position and family member try to get them out, don't say, well, if she like it, I love it. That's her man. If she like the way he treats her. Well, no, 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 no. You have to be sensitive because they are in a place where they're not thinking with their own minds. They are in a place where they are, oh my God, who am I without that person? Because before a woman walks away from an abusive relationship, I guarantee you they have that, they have that conversation with themselves. What am I going to do? Where am I going to go? Who's going to want me then? Because society have already labeled us damaged goods. So who wants to be 
damaged goods. And then there comes the fear. I don't want to get with anybody else because what I went through, I don't want anybody else to go through it. So what do we do? We stay away. We keep ourselves locked away. We do not want to get in another relationship because we are too afraid of giving ourselves because the last time we gave ourselves somebody took advantage of us somebody abused us somebody couldn't see our worth and if they did see our worth they know that we worth more than who and what they are and because of that they will try to stump that light out of us and stump that fire not from other people seeing what we have in us, but to keep us from seeing what we have in us, what we can do, and how awesome we are. If you have a friend that is in an abusive relationship, don't give up on them because getting in that bottle, it didn't happen overnight. It's like sticking your finger in a bottle, you know? It go in easy. But when it's coming out, you know, try it. You put that, that cork to hold whatever wine or alcohol, whatever, in that bottle. It goes in easy. But when it's time to get that cork out, that's why there are special instruments used to get these corks out. And that's the way a woman who have been in an abusive relationship is. It was easy for her to get in because why? He charmed her. He told her she was beautiful. That the things she wanted to hear, he told her how amazing she is. He told her, girl, mm, if I was your man, you would never want for anything. Now, what woman on earth would not like to be in a place where her man takes care of her mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, spiritually, and I know some folks ain't going to like that, but sexually. Every woman wants that. You want to be loved. You, you want to feel like you, the light uh, and, and of, his, of his world. And when he come into your presence, the, the look on his face, you, you want to feel that. You want to feel the warmth from his body when he hugs you. You want to feel his cheek against your cheek. You, every woman wants to be loved and every man wants to be loved. That's why the Bible said it is not good. That man should be alone. He's not talking just about the gender man. He's talking about human beings. The people that he made. The people that he breathed the breath of life into. It's not good for us to be alone. And some of us, we, our self-worth is in the gutter. Self-value is in the toilet. And then all of a sudden, here comes this ray of hope, ray of light. And we think, oh, this is it. And the devil knows so well how to camouflage himself. The devil knows so well how to make himself look good. That's why the Bible calls him wolves in sheep's coat. They look like a, like a sheep. They, they, they docile, they, they're kind, they're sweet, they're helpful. They, they, oh my God, so, so sweet, so kind, so gentle. And on the inside. They are ravenous wolves. They're just waiting to get you in a place where they can totally annihilate, totally destroy. So if you have a friend, if you have a family member, a co-worker, don't give up on them. Keep 
talking to them. Take the focus off the man. Put the focus on them. Remind them who she is. So if she come to work and she happens, oh, girl, that looks so pretty on you. I like that, girl. You still got it. You encourage them because what you say, you're planting that seed. And when she goes to the bathroom and she looks at herself in the mirror, she's going to say, you know what? I do look nice. I am pretty. When the, the boss asks him to do something, I am smart. You will be surprised what a compliment will do to and for a woman. A simple compliment that say, you look beautiful today. I like your hair. Girl, I like that purse. Girl, mm -mm, you lost some weight. Now that one always works. <laughs> you lost some weight because that dress is fitting you nice. These jeans are fitting you nice. And when you hear that, you want to see what they see. And the only way to see what they see is to look at you. Look at yourself. Look into your own eyes and say, I am the apple of God's eye. To look in the mirror and say, you know what? I came from God. I am somebody who is fearfully and wonderfully made. I didn't say that. God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, thinks that way about you. God, there's nothing God wouldn't do for you to let you know, let you see, make you understand how important you are to him, how beautiful you are, how amazing. Do you know there are gifts in you that you don't even know about. There are gifts in, in women that we don't know about. God have blessed me. And just this week, I started my own travel agency. Just this week, I never thought I would. Just like I never thought I would write any books. Like I never thought I would be doing any podcasts, doing any videos. I never thought anybody would say, hey, Diane, I want you to come speak at our conference to enlighten and encourage women. I never thought that. But guess what? Here I am before you, and, and I just got an invitation for June 15th and 16th. Somebody want me to come speak. Guess what? It's the, it's the grace that God have placed on my life to help women see, understand, and realize that you are beautiful. You are amazing. There is something so great about you. But you're never going to find out until you go looking for that treasure that lies within you. And I'm telling you, when you find it, when you find that sweet spot, when you know that you know that you know that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt, no devil in hell can intimidate you. And I'm telling you, the more you start to love yourself, the more you start thinking about you, the way God thinks about you, when you look at that abuser, you're like, what the heck did I see in him? All of a sudden, everything they were telling you about him. I, was, I looked at my ex-husband, I was like, oh my God, he can't even talk. He was trying to say in cahoots. He can't even say cahoots. He can't even say a certain designer's name. I'm like... He would call me at work and ask me how to spell certain words. I'm like, and what, 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 what was your problem? You know why? I took the spotlight 
off of him. And I put it on me. So now I see me. And when I look at him, I say, oh God, all the shadows are now under the spotlight. So I see everything. Had I seen that before, maybe I would be in front of you right now. But I'd probably be talking to you about something else. I probably would be encouraging you about something else. Maybe, maybe, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we would have an entire different discussion. But the God who sits up high and looks down low, he knew you would be listening. He knew somebody somewhere across the world will hear this message. And they will say, you know what? I've never seen this woman. But here she is, and it's God saying, baby, I got you. When you're ready, all you got to do is call. The Bible say, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And he said, if you open, I'm going to come in, and I'm going to sup with you. I'm going to come in, I'm going to eat with you, I'm going to talk with you, I'm going to not cry with you but when you cry know that I got you I'm gonna wipe away your tears I'm gonna bring you comfort joy and peace I will make you happy I will make you smile again and I so thank God that he got me out of this place and now when I laugh it's real laughter when I eat, honey, I dance. <laughs> I dance. While I was in Fort Lauderdale, I went to a Caribbean bakery because that's where I'm from. I'm from the Caribbean, honey. I got me some coconut tarts, guava tarts, some sweet bread, baby. And I just thought about it. And I started dancing. And that lady said, I can really tell a foodie. She said, because when you see food, honey, you dance, you get happy. I said, yes, 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 indeed. I love it. Once upon a time, I just ate. And then there were days I couldn't eat. And there were days I was so depressed, I couldn't eat. And I, I was just losing it. But now when I eat, honey... I bless my food knowing that my God, my big God, my amazing God, my wonderful God, the God that promised Diane, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And he's saying that to you right now. I promise you, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's saying to you, all you got to do, I'm knocking. All you have to do is open the door. That's all it takes. Open the door. He comes in and he changed your life completely for the better. And whenever things get tough, you are never alone. He promised never to leave you, never to leave you alone. He said, for lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the ages. Ladies and gentlemen, I am author Diane Lubre, founder of LubreBooks.com. I am here to remind you that there is life there is love and there is laughter after domestic abuse. Please follow me here. If this is your first time following me, hearing me, I am so grateful. Would you go ahead and follow me? Uh, download, share. Don't forget, go to Facebook so you can check out my live videos. Uh, you know, while I'm doing it live, you can see the face behind the voice. 
It's author Diane Lubert as well as on Instagram. Thank you so very much again for being here with me. My heartfelt thank you. You guys have a great day. And don't ever forget the work that you are doing. Although it may seem like no one is listening, I guarantee you someone is profiting from the work that you are doing. Thank you so very much. God bless you. I love you. And we will speak again in two days. So, oh God, today's Tuesday, y'all. <laughs> I'm thinking today was Monday. See, I am so I am so loose. I forgot my days. Okay, so so today's Tuesday. So I'll get back with you on Thursday and hopefully Saturday. And from there, we'll do Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Thank you so very much for being here. I love you. God bless you. I am Arthur Diane Luber. Until we meet again, bye-bye, everybody. And don't forget, one life. One life. That is the agape love of God. Y'all be good. Bye-bye.